Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. All right, uh, Steve, you guys, are you ready? Mel, you ready? Steve, you ready, buddy? Dude, I I gotta go. We got a tornado watch warning something happening. There's there's alarms going off. I got like an alert. Really? Yeah. You got it on your phone? What does it say? What does it say? Somebody somebody text me. It wasn't even like a weather warning. I don't know. Wait, Steve, are you doing that thing that you do when you drive across country with us? Dude, Steve is. People don't realize that Steve is a professional storm chaser. Yeah, storm chaser. Yeah, I got to chase the storm. So let's uh, let's bang it. Okay, here we. All right, we'll we'll bang it out. Time limit. This week's episode of Zane's World is brought to you free today by True Car. Beep beep. You'll hear more about them in a bit, but for now, enjoy the show. Zane's World here with Zane Lamprey and my wife, Mel. Hello. Did you just kind of, kind of introduce yourself? What was it? Well, was I was like, I'm like, saying, hey, Zane Lamprey here. I'm Zane. Yeah, why do you need your last name? Hey, how about, hey, I'm here. Remember when C- Ryan Seacrest would always end the show and he'd be like, Seacrest out. I've never listened to one. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I know he still does that. Uh, also, Steve McKenna live hey. via technology in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. So one of the things I wanted to do is I want to have a divergence here with the podcast. Isn't that a movie? It is a movie. Like, okay. the, like a fork in the road? Yeah, sure. Wow, Steve is so smart today. Steve is so smart today. That's too intense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I... You know, it's difficult when I'm a comedian, a humorist, a traveler, a drinker, and to to be that guy because that guy can basically say whatever he wants. He just blames on drinking. Then the, which the the humorist or the comedian? The uh, yes, both. Yes, the other side as the owner of Adventure, the outdoor apparel company, correct? CEO, founder, everything. Yeah, I ha- I feel like I need to be a little bit more politically correct. Uh-huh. And so the issue is when I'm doing something like a podcast like this, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to pull back the reins a little bit and not say how I really feel about certain things because what? I don't want to offend you people. can't do that. You can't well, do that. That's the thing, Steve. I mean, like, Wait, who's your biggest audience? I think your fans that love you being the humorist and the comedian Here's, and their fans of your I travel mean, shows you are the ones listening. You want your clothing brand and stuff to be taken as seriously as – What's been put into it? Now, seriously, there, there's, it the, there's the issue. So, so I don't want people to think that just because I joke around about it that uh-huh. I don't care a lot about it. And you'll hear. So the inter- the interviewee, the guest on today's podcast is me. Erica interviews me, and we talk about. Why didn't I get to interview you? You want to interview me? You're next yeah. week, Mel. Okay, next week you can do it. See how okay. you do it. Okay. Am I allowed to ad lib? <laughs> make comments on you, your comments. You're literally doing yes, that right you now. Can, you're ad libbing. You guys can play Mad Libs, no problem. <laughs> Can you play Mad Libs? Um, so, so you know, being being super serious about the quality of the stuff I put out, and being a comedian, it just sometimes I'm concerned that people aren't going to take me seriously if if I am not super serious when I'm in adventure mode or when I'm in you know drinker mode. And then the other thing is is that. Can you do a disclaimer at the end of the show where you do it really fast? Uh, Zane Lambert does not condone anything said in this. <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> Steve, so, he's so smart. I don't know he's what he's doing. Fire. I don't know what he's doing. This Steve on the wagon is pretty crazy. All right. So oh, he's fasting. He's, he's fasting. Like delirious. Yeah, I'm like chewing my fingers off. Over it's here. like his smart subconscious is taking <laughs> over. So the other one is is being uh, polarizing and not not wanting to um, because look if you like to have a good time and you uh you like the adventure products 
and you like to drink beer and watch the shows and you uh, maybe don't align with, align with my political views, then will I possibly turn you away from everything if I'm completely honest about how I feel about certain things? And let me explain what that is. So, yes. so let me tell you who, you know what? You're turning me away right now. Interview. You go. You go, Mel, interview me. Go, ahead, go for it. So when you say polarizing, mm-hmm. can you embellish on that a yeah. bit more? Yeah, sure. So the issue is, is because one time I said, hey, we plant three, three, three trees with every purchase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I put out the video about how, why I do it in trees. Yeah. And someone emailed me and said, uh, I used to be a fan until you got political. What the f- Political is, when I talk about planting trees, that's political? Yeah. Like, pull your head out of your ass. There you go. Maybe it was, that's, uh, maybe that's polarizing. It was a logger. I don't know. But he would want you to plant trees, so he has something to cut down. I don't know. That makes no yeah, sense. That, no, no, that's very smart on both sides, Steve. Here's the thing that pisses me off. Wait, am I allowed to be polarizing? No, you, you're interviewing me. I'll inter- I'll make you a guest next week. Damn it. Yeah, you're so, up next week, Mel. So, and that's the thing. It's like valuing the national parks, the national park shutdown. I mean, all these certain things that just bug the shit out of me. Like, mm-hmm. those kind of things. I believe that politics is, in itself... Corrupt, and let me explain why. When you have when you have um, a structure that allows for a lobbyist, right? Mm-hmm. So you have the for, I don't know, coffee lobbyist, right? Whatever right. it is, and they're mm-hmm. pushing for this or the or whatever right. or whatever lobbyist, and they're using their money. Okay, here's an example. Back in like the 1950s, when they were going to in LA, put in mass transit, subways, all the kind of same stuff that that New York has. Correct. The tire and gas lobbyists worked together. Yes, with millions upon millions with millions of dollars. dollars. So a lobbyist has money to work with to use that money to influence decisions to and promise s- people money to prom- give people money yeah. to campaign. Right, exactly. Pass money around. Exactly right. So that they get what they favors want. and this and this and this. Okay, so are you actually doing what's best for the for the the country and the world? Are you doing what's best for who's putting money in your pockets? And that's where the exactly. whole thing is corrupt. It's all special interest groups. It's people that are yeah. you know trying to protect their wallet, like oh. the the NRA. But look, they do the same thing. Human beings are innately selfish. We all are. We are concerned about our self preservation. Mm-hmm. And the preservation and protection of our family. That those are things that are ingrained into us. Mm-hmm. So so when you know, that's where people can get extremely hypocritical about like, oh, you shouldn't have this land because it should be for nature, and then they get the land and then they build a hotel on it. Because that's maybe what's best for them or the the, that's, the, that's the, the big short-term. business. That's capitalism. That's that's no, the it, it go, you it, know, every every country does it. it you know, run, you, business has got to get bigger and better every year. You gotta reach your goals. You got to figure out a way to save money. You got to figure yeah. out a way to make more money. Yeah, but it's, it's just, a joke. It just means that you probably shouldn't comment unless you've done your research. Okay, and investigated both sides of the situation. Yeah, you're aware of how much money is being thrown in by each side. Yeah, and then form your opinion. So you are you saying me? No, are you saying people? Well, but it's but that's good advice for me because I I am. First and foremost, an entertainer. This book, this podcast is supposed to be entertaining and thought provoking. Hmm. So I think you're just are, pissed off about 250 people. Are, people no, they're not because no, they're not because 30 minutes. No, because people agree. A person agrees. People can disagree. The mob mentality when people get together with people that are have similar ideas and then they all conform a a, a universal idea. It's like having two parties. I don't completely agree with the Democrats. I don't completely agree with the Republicans. But you, now you're telling me I need to choose? 
I don't, I don't like a hundred percent either one of those. And I, I would say very, very few people feel one, feel that one party 100% represents their thoughts and their ideals. I agree. And to go back to your circle, back to your other point, half of Washington or not half of, but a large percentage of it is dominated by big companies that have their lobbyists that are paying to get their agenda pushed yeah. through. And that's kind of dictating both parties and they both have the things that they stand for and the people that they align with. And, you know, big business controls this country. So speaking of big business, and this is kind of a weird transition, uh, we have an announcement. You mean about Drink TV? Yeah. About being free? Is that, is that what you're talking that about? Was, that was the announcement right there. Wow. That was Dude, it. I, I was, just made it for you. I was going to do so it. I'm so excited. He, he was doing people so are good. actually going to watch <laughs> me now. <laughs> so good today. Steve, people will actually tune in to watch Steve's show now. Yeah, I so, don't think they would have bought it before. Well, here's the deal. So it is, I think it's called a freemium. Freemium. Huh? It's actually. No, yeah. it's called Between the Sheets. With no. Steve McKenna. It's a free, it, the, the, the name of this platform is called freemium. And that, what that is, is like on other platforms like Hulu that people might have that if you want to get the ad supported one, I don't know if you, even know if it's free or cheaper, but anyway. So if you want to watch the shows ad supported with like commercial breaks, on Drink TV, you can now watch them. I'm sorry, as of June 6th, as of 6-6, that's the day it all rolls out. So Whose idea was that? That's that's brilliant. It is brilliant. The, that's the guys over at Drink TV. They're amazing. Yeah, the network the network is going great, and there's a lot of people that subscribe. So anyone who has subscribed is saying, wait, what happens to me? You can do a number of things. One, you can keep it. So for $2.99 a month, it's 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 ad-free. Yeah. You can also do $19.99 using coupon code ZANE. You can get the whole thing for a year. So if you did that, you can reach out to Drink TV as of 6-6 and pause your account if you want to watch it with the ads. Or you can continue to keep your account and and watch it without the ads. And we have uh, Nightcap coming up. Now, this is a very interesting transition. We have Nightcap, which is a late night talk show that I do from the bar. Shot a few episodes here in Hollywood, uh, Vegas, New Orleans. And in New Orleans, I was going to fly in one of my favorite guests, one of my favorite people. I know where you're going with this. Well, I don't really appreciate it. So, Steve or Mel, you know, one well, of you guys. So, here we go. Okay. So, we thought maybe a good guest would be Steve because Steve has this alcohol he's coming out with. Are we talking about that yet? Sure, yeah. Okay. It's called Fix Mix. Okay, so Steve the has Fix Mix. This Fix Mix, which is this amazing and healthy Bloody Mary mix yep. that he's come out with mm-hmm. to fix, oh, it, you, fix up your hangovers. Yep. It's so great. Sure. And whatever, so, whatever ails you, we'll fix you up. We thought, hey, the you know what? Mix.com. That makes sense to have him on the show that we're shooting in New Orleans. So yeah. let's fly him out, put him up in a hotel room. By the way, I'm point out, I was going to fly him out, yeah. put him up in our hotel room. Now, when I say hotel room, it was going to be the floor of our hotel, but it would have been padded. It's up it, in a hotel. You get it's to in go. a hotel. It would have been a room. Steve, on the club level, too. Yeah. And right. and uh, pay for all of his drinks. Right. Which, by the way, like, when you're with Steve, oh that so can add up a little bit. So pay for $300 a day worth of food and drinks that yeah. he consumes. Yeah, exactly. And coffee and whatnot. And and get him a VIP pass to, to Tales of the event. Cocktail. So this is like the premier anything to do with alcohol convention yeah. in the world yeah. once a year in New Orleans. Like if you're going to drop and release an alcohol or anything related yeah. alcohol product, yeah. anything, you have to be there. Yeah. That's where everybody is. Yeah. You bring your business cards, we, you bring your product. And we have hundreds of friends that are there right. every year. So many people that we interviewed on Drinking Made Easy 
are at this event and mm-hmm. continue to be in it. So it's kind of like a reunion too. But it's anyway. Anyways, so it would make sense for Steve to be there. Well, Mel would make a lot of sense, but what Wouldn't happened? It? Yeah, sure. Sounds like it. <laughs> so Steve said, yeah, I'm there. I'm totally there. Okay. And then. How real are you going to get? Now, this is the new podcast. We get real. We get, we get dar- oh, dar- she real. darn real. And then a few days later. He asked his wife and she said no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Steve's wife said, no, Stevie, oh, you stay home. No, no. Inaccurate. She said, well, how much are you getting paid? And Steve's like, well, no, they're, they're flying me down. i my brand. You're not, Steve, this isn't like a show that you're hosting. You're coming down to be a guest, but because I want my best friend, who I love more than my wife, I... I'm flying him down there. Love you too, buddy. Thanks, buddy. And I'm flying down there to hang out with us and, and, you know, get get some exposure. Did you forget about the follow-up conversation we had into where I gave you the reason, which was none of anything you just said? My wife... My wife said... Something to do with you fasting and not drinking? My wife said I I couldn't go. No. No, I got to wait till we get a little closer and make sure that I can go and not have to be here. Oh, well, that's fine because... so, So... I had four passes, and Mel is coming with Six her. Passes. Well, for Drink TV. Oh, but I have four passes for us. There's uh, and Mel's coming, and her twin sister Jess is coming, and then it's supposed to be Steve. And Steve is either going to room with me or room with Jess or Mel. I don't know. And then or switch it up. And then the um, happy slumber party. Yeah, wait, whatever. Maybe maybe one room's just for storing our stuff. Um, <laughs> and then and then so stupid. And then. Uh, Katie decides, so their uh, attractive friend Katie decides that she uh, wants to go, and so Steve got bumped. Oh, bumpity bumpity boo. We'll put her to work and make her be Steve. Wait, no. Okay. But I want I Steve it. to go so bad. Here's what we're going to do. Like uh, we're going to go friend. to this amazing interview with our my favorite guest, Zane Lamprey, and then when we come back, we're going to wrap this up and we're going we're gonna to get real. Let's give it up for True Car for supporting this episode of Zane's World with True Car. 60 seconds is all you'll need to get an offer for your car. The amount of time it takes you to brush your teeth, pet your multiple cats, (laughs) written written for us, (laughs) or do a few sit-ups, you can get a true cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or even from the comfort of your home. Just go to True Car and simply enter in your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up, answer a few questions, and you get an accurate true cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in. No, we say car. Steve says vroom. Sorry. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together so you can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your cash or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True Cash Offer, not available in all areas. If you've owned your car for a while, or maybe you got a great deal on a used vehicle that feels new to you, AAA has a vehicle protection plan that fits your needs and your budget. Let's face it, unexpected and expensive repairs can pop up. That's why AAA vehicle protection plans provide comprehensive coverage for maintenance and repair to take some of the risk out of driving a classic. Find out more about our vehicle protection plans at AAA.com slash vehicle plan. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. 
pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! We have a brand new podcast to tell you folks about. It's the GG Podcast with Rick Fox, Jace Hall, and Todd Roy. Brought to you by the mighty Podcast One. Log in to see the world behind the esports you love and find out what good game really means from a trio who've taken the business by storming, including the three-time NBA champion behind Team Echo Fox. Download new episodes of the GG Podcast every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Always remember to rate and review. We always appreciate your feedback. It's his world. We're all just living in it. It's time for Zane's World. Okay. Hi, guys. All right. I, my guest today is Zane Lamphrey. 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 And you, by the way, you'd be surprised <laughs> that on a daily basis, people call me Lamphrey. And I, <laughs> Why? I've never been able to figure it out. Okay. Well, there Maybe is because no of like, H in there. No, there's no H. Which would make turn the P into an F. Right. But like the only thing I'm thinking of is maybe like Humphrey? Oh, I've never been able to figure it But ne- that also has a PH. That is so PH, right. It's confusing. No idea. But right. you'd rather have them say Lamprey, which sure. is, the what is it? Lamprey? I know, but like, isn't Welsh. it? Welsh. A fish? Oh, it, okay, we're going to go, this, this is what we're doing. Oh, we're, we're getting into it. I don't know. I mean, would you rather them mess up your name or would you rather have... I don't think they need to know the the what it means to know the pronunciation. Can you let Pumpkin in, please? He's trying to get in. Sure. He's been calling Pumpkin. you for hours. Pumpkin. So the um, oh no, Seamus. Okay, right? close the door. Okay, close the door. I don't want him in here. Sorry, sorry. I can tell your cat's meow is better than yeah. you now, huh? <laughs> so yes, it's a Welsh name. Mm-hmm. There's a, a village or a town called Lamprey. Have My, you ever been there? I have on your travels. I haven't. I was told about it when I was there shooting the second episode ever of Three Sheets. Uh, our driver was a Welsh historian. That's and his, cool. Yeah, and his specialty was like in the names. And so he explained how everyone got their name. Like if you – they would knock on your door and if you didn't have a last name, he's like, well, what's your dad's name? John. Okay, Johnson. Okay, that's your name. Oh, or yeah. what do you do? You're a smith. Okay, or baker or whatever it is. So if your name is baker, you know that at some point in your history someone was actually a baker. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, so that's how they you found out that the town in Welsh – was a Lamprey town? In, in Wales? Wales. <laughs> Did you say it was a Lamp? The town in Welsh was a Lamprey town? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Isn't that what it is? No, what you Lamprey. said? You said Lamprey. You're saying I it am. Wrong? See, now all these people are messing me up. Okay. Um, I'm so, not- yes. So, yes. It, there's a, yes. It, it's it's a town called Lamprey, which I, I was close, but I didn't go. I wish I did. But I will. I'll make my, my, my pilgrimage sometime there. Yeah. And when I came back, um, I checked on social media to see where most Lampreys were from. And in fact, it was Wales. I was like, duh. Because mm. I grew up. Up, my grandmother said that it was French, French or French Canadian or something like that. Like it's Lamp- Lamprey. So my brother still says that his name is Dan Lamprey. Dan Lamprey. That's fun. And I'm Zane Lamprey Free. or Zamprey. So I don't know. <laughs> I think we just confused everyone. It's everything so confusing. Oh, uh, you're well. It's, I'm glad. It, it's, it's a hagfish. Yeah, they're it's really beautiful fish. fish. It's a horrendous fish <laughs> that ba- looks like a baseball bat, and at the end just has a giant mouth of like three rows of teeth that attach to a fish and suck the life out of it from its sides. So you think when someone was knocking on the door of your ancestry to yeah. give them a name, how did they come it, up with no, that? No, so, so the other one was just, or you name it, or you're the name of the town that you live in. So you live in a village. Mm. It's like you know Wilshire or whatever it is. Like you're just like 
then you get that name. No, I see. So the, they apparently, you know, came from the village of Lamprey. But the interesting thing is, is like, so the guy, and I don't know how this, I, I should look this up, but like the guy who discovered this blood-sucking eel mm-hmm. decided he was going to name it after himself because he wanted all like the notoriety, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like, all right. It's like, it's but like, he discovered something. That's dope. It is, but like, you I know. I name it after me if too. You're, if you're na- your name is Pap and you are a doctor, and you come up with a procedure, <laughs> you might want to think about the procedure before you put your name on it. Yeah, true. That's true. all. That's all. Well, I can't believe I get to interview you because yeah, I feel exciting. like I know a lot about you, but um, I'm excited to put you in the interview. The, the, the chair, yeah. Yeah. So you obviously have a lot of things going on, and you take time to do a podcast, but you also do TV and apparel. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted people to know, like, why did you get started in TV? How? And then, okay. Um, I also want to hear the other side of why apparel too and adventure. Are you like giving an outline? Yeah. And then, well, and I'm, then you're gonna yeah. ask specific questions? Yeah, just to get I'm you started. Never had an interview like that. It's refreshing. <laughs> I'm being completely serious. <laughs> so you kind of know what's coming. I know. It's like. Here's the journey. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So okay. tell me. So tell us about. Oh like, no. So I just TV. respond to that one thing. Yeah. You're not going to ask me specific questions. I will, like in throughout it. Okay, got yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think most people know my the history of the shows. I think if you've been listening to it on the podcast, I've told it a, a lot of times. But basically, I went in and auditioned for a show called "You Should Open a Restaurant." You're such a good uh, chef, cook, whatever, that your husband, Derek, nominates you for the show. And they come and turn your house into a restaurant. And they would have, like, a sous chef. And they would have a bartender. And they would have waiters. Mm-hmm. And so my age, or my manager sent me in as the uh, as the host. Was that your first audition as a host? Because you were no. out here as an actor. No, I've been doing right? I, I did some other stuff before. You did? That, yeah. Okay. Um, but not, not really, nothing really notable. I did a show for MTV that was supposed to, it was a sister show to punk and it was supposed to replace punk and be like this big show with a cast of people, and I was in the cast, and it didn't really, didn't really hit. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a, a one-hour show, and then at the last minute, MTV decided they wanted it to be a half hour, so they had to like cut the show up, and it just the, the story then got it lost. lost. It yeah. lost it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I went in to meet with these people. Maybe I think there was three people there, and I was telling them about myself, and you know, they were telling me about the the show, and then and I said I was there for the host, and they're just kind of laughing. They're like, "Yeah, that's not you're not really right for that part." And I'm like, "Oh, oh okay, well, okay, that's fine." <laughs> and we were laughing, and like, "No, no, you don't understand. Your manager read it wrong." Like we're looking for your. You came in to talk about the role of the host or hostess that would seat people. There's no lines. You're not talking to the camera. You're just oh, showing someone to yeah, where to their seat. That's the host. That's the okay, host yeah, of the restaurant. restaurant. So it's not yeah. the host of the show. Oh, sure. I'm like, oh my god. So they were laughing. I was like, that's fine. It was great to meet you guys and and whatever. And, and then I left. I was walking down. Pressed the button to the elevator. And then one of the, the guy who's behind the camera. Um, ran down the hall after me and said, Zane, 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 wait, wait, wait. We have a show called Three Sheets where the host travels around the world and drinks. Is that something you'd want to do? And I was <laughs> like, uh, yeah, sure. And, you know, because these guys were based out of Seattle and not out of... Three Sheets guys? Three Sheets, yeah. We're based out of... Based, yeah, Screaming Flea Productions. Based out of... And Matt Shannon was the guy who chased me down. He happened to be the head of the whole company, like a big, big company. They also do Hoarders and a lot of... Mm. They've won Emmys and it's a big company. But I mean, this guy came down. I thought he was just the cameraman, but yeah, he was like we, the owner of the whole company. Um, my fate was in his hands, but he liked me. And then that's what this turned into. And because they're from Seattle, and this is... You, you know this because you've lived in, in LA long enough. Because he was from Seattle... And he said, we'll give you a call next week. They actually gave me a call. Mm. And then when they said, well, have you come up and do the the, um, the pilot in a few weeks? 
they actually had me had go to up. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a very, it wasn't fast, but it was the speed at which it should, stuff should happen. Out in LA, it's like, yeah, let's do lunch. We'll talk about it. And then you go and you, you have lunch, which do lunch means you don't actually want to have lunch with somebody. You're trying to get out of the conversation. <laughs> hey, let's do lunch sometime. Yeah, sure. Oh, later. Bye. Fuck that. Shoot. You, know? you yeah, guys exactly. say that to me all the time. <laughs> I know. We should, <laughs> we should totally do lunch. We should totally do lunch. Uh, and so these guys actually did it in two weeks and then another two weeks. And like the way that the process should normally work if you want to get something done. Mm-hmm. And within, I think, two months uh, after shooting the pilot uh, up in, um, Who's whose was it that said to me it was hilarious Merv Griffin because I'd worked with this guy anyone my age or older would know who he is he created oh. Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and I did a pilot with him at one point and I had told him about this because that meant that I couldn't do that show anymore and whatever so I just told him he was sort of a mentor of sorts and he's like you're going up to you know to Seattle to shoot the pilot if you shoot the pilot how are you going to get home who's going to fly the plane oh my like, god that's so good Merv <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, dad jokes. Oh, dad jokes dad. galore. Oh, that's so good. Shoot the pilot. Yeah. The pilot. But um, so, where did you shoot your pilot? Because it was an international show. Well, yeah. So, so did you go somewhere to shoot the pilot, or did you do just Seattle to get the gist? No, of the- we went to. Have you ever seen it? Have I ever showed you personally or no? Like the actual tape of it? No. No. So, I mean, you know what? I, I mean, should... I've seen three sheets, but well, I Well, no, but the actual pilot. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think I, I've ever I'll, seen that. I'll find it. I should put that up someplace. Because that's um, that was going to... One of the, the girls that was an intern, I think, at Screaming Flea at the time was Polish. First generation or second generation. Second generation. So she wasn't from there, but her parents were. And so they all had a place um, where they would go on the weekends mm-hmm. or for events or weddings or bingo or all that kind of stuff. And, and it was a, it was like a gymnasium and like a, and like a building and like whatever. And it was a Polish social club where inside everyone spoke English, but most people spoke Polish because they were all from Poland and they mm-hmm. wanted to hang out with Polish people. And it was – and so on the, it was just amazing. It was such a unique experience. The it food, is. the drink and everything, you just – it felt like – You I, were there. I hadn't been to Poland, but yeah. it, but I felt transported in there. Now that you've been to Poland, Very you much. can now say that it was like <laughs> Absolutely. the same. Spot on. Yeah, exactly cool. like Poland. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is what is Poland but the people that were there? If you cleared out everyone from, from Poland and then you moved in, uh, you know, Hawaiians – Mm-hmm. It wouldn't feel like Poland anymore. Mm-hmm. It'd probably feel more like Hawaii. You know what I mean? <laughs> True. It's a, it's a yeah. weird example, but you, you get it. Um, the, but I wasn't sure if they wanted me to like drink a lot or be funny or be smart. And so I wrote down jokes. I did research on Pol- Poland and drinking customs. And then um, I made sure that I didn't say no to a drink. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's very customary. I, and, and I had the worst hangover. And people know this story because I've told about it. I've told people before and I was about to leave. So we got there probably like at 6, 5 or 6. A.M.? P.M. P.M. To start then, shooting. To, yeah, to start shooting. And people started filling up the place and we hang out, hung out and just like sat at different tables in the bar and got to know people and everything. And it was really, really fun. Um, and there was a guy that was supposed to show up with some quote. I didn't know what this means. Bathtub gin. Bathtub vodka, mm. which I don't, I mean, I think that's an expression for like vodka that somebody makes themselves, not necessarily mm. in the bathtub anymore. At 10, we were out and then he shows up right as we were leaving. And this guy was a character. His English was poor, but he was so gregarious and charismatic. And, and he had like all these different bottles, like that you'd pick up, like I don't know, Mad Dog 2020 or, you know, this little, uh, little. Like shooters? Like as eight ounce liquor. Okay, bottles okay, that, that are flat. You know what I mean? Like on two sides. Interesting. You know, so you can like put it in your pocket. And so the guy showed up with these four different bottles and they had painter tape and they had something written on each one. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> so 
delayed. You're like, not Hater's tape. Hater's tape, just to keep it sealed. <laughs> and um, and so because it'll so hold the sharpie. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly right. So it's like covered. It, they eat some were like cinnamon and other ones or whatever. And so we drank these, and he just wanted to do shots. And then and then we hung out for probably an hour with the guy. And at this point, I'm pretty gone. Mm-hmm. But I I knew that I was done. You mm-hmm. know, like and so and even the but the film crew's still there. The producers. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's all part. It's all part of the show. Yeah. And it was an amazing part of the show, but I was like, so I have a love like taped in, in inside my shirt, a microphone, a microphone, yeah. And pretty much everyone on the crew is on headphones and can hear me and the other guy through our love. Okay. So even if like they're far away, they can hear you perfectly, so that they understand what to shoot and all that kind of right. stuff. Right. Okay. And so I said in my love, pulled it off and just kind of whispered, "Hey, I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Have the intern or whatever her name is." <laughs> pull her car out front and then zip me out of here. So I went to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Went to the bathroom. And then I come out of the bathroom. He's like, yeah, standing there. Come on. He like grabs me like he, like he knew. Oh, you had no escape. And then I did another one. And I'll be like, and then I actually, she was out there. The producer's like, you're good to go. And so I'm like, all right. And I ran. Like, so good to me. So to me. Because he was like, you need to come for Christmas to my ski, my cabin. I am ski patrol on oh, the mountain. Fun. And so... That's where the term ski patrol came from. Like somebody who just wouldn't pick up on social cues and like leave us alone. Oh. Be super fans. We call it super fans ski patrol because they're just like, hey, you want to drink? I'm like, no, I'm a can with my mom. I'm kind of walking through. <laughs> and so anyway, so I ran out there and got in her car and she kind of had to like back up and pull forward. It's one of those things in the movie. It's night out. Backs up, turns, and turns, and now the headlights turn, right? And then, boom, he's standing right in the middle of the road. No, swear he isn't. To, swear to God. <laughs> That's amazing. I swear to God. He opened uh, my door. You promise. You. I let you go. You promise. Ski patrol. I'm like, yes, ski patrol. I'll be there for Christmas because I don't have family I want to spend Christmas with. <laughs> yeah, so cute. So, anyway. so then we, just went, I, we need to see this somehow. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I'll, so remind me. Make a little note in your little notebook. Okay. I, I got I to gotta find this. I'll launch. I'll release this with this. So, you know, that whole journey has gone through so many things and I can spend hours talking about it. Um, the best place I think to listen to it, if you listen to Todd Garner, I lay out the that story and the whole history. So go listen to Todd Garner's cool. podcast on Podcast One and you can hear literally me lay out the entire process to get from that pilot to four sheets. People can go listen to Todd Gardner and hear the whole process, but yeah. let's just jump right to four sheets. Let's do it. I know that there's a big announcement. There's a big announcement. I mean, I, I always love spilling the beans, but I'll let you. You spill the beans because so. Steve, in the intro of this, <laughs> with which we haven't recorded yet, with Mel and Steve and I, Steve probably spilled the beans. Yeah. Well, what is it? What's going on? I mean, it's so Drink TV is mm-hmm. now, as of 6-6, June 6, free. So it's Wait, at, I didn't know this announcement. You didn't know this? No. Oh, you could subscribe right. for the last few months mm-hmm. and you get it for $2.99 a month. And if you subscribed and you do pay $2.99 a month or you paid $19.99 a year because, year? You, because you use coupon code ZANE, otherwise it's, it's $29.99. Either way, it, if you pay for the subscription, what happens? You still get it ad-free. Oh, okay. Right. But if you, but otherwise, if you haven't, or you want to pause that, or whatever you want to do, you can now watch free. Because look, since the time of radio, they figured out how to have advertisers 
pay for the broadcast so people could listen for free. And and they also didn't have really a way of doing subscriber base back then. And then it translated so easily into TV. Mm-hmm. And so when the internet came and all these things where they can do a lot of these level subscribers, all that kind of stuff, it became that you could pay for something like a, a subscription, whatever. But with so many different platforms out there, um, it's just there's, a, there's so many places for people to go. And so if Drink TV was like, if they can just make it free for everybody, then they can get all the advertisers to support the network so people can continue to listen yeah, and or yeah. watch for free. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Four Sheets is by far the best thing I've ever done. You've seen the yeah, show. Yeah, from, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, Three Sheets was amazing. It was an amazing experience. I got to just be myself and be my goofy self and whatever. And it was, it was great. Drinking Meet Easy, joined by my best friend Steve. And, and that was fun. Although I felt like I started to have to become more of the straight guy and give him the comedy. Mm. And so I just, I, I, I'm happy to be back at a place where I can go out and do my thing and be who I need to be. And by the way, Steve has his own show <laughs> on yeah. Drink TV yeah, yeah, called yeah. Between the Sheets. And, and Drinking Meet Easy, uh, every episode is there in high def for the first time since it was on HGNet. Mm. Um, and I have a new show called Nightcap where yeah. I'm I'm interviewing celebrities from uh, from the bar. Um, we recorded here in in, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have a recording happening in Vegas, San Francisco, New Orleans, all in the next few months. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought the news was season two. Season, What's going on with that? Right. So season two, we are probably going to kick off with in the fall mm. so we can tie in Oktoberfest. Oh, fun. You know what's so funny? So glad I can go this year. You can go this year if you want. I'm going to give you a role. You can be a photographer. So, um, no, I mean, I'm just going to just go. Yeah, lay on your guys' couch yeah. or your floor we in the hotel know. room. We know. We, we know. You and Steve. And so, you know... Mel is a huge history buff, but she's not really into beer. But when we went to to Munich, and uh, and then she got to sort of experience what the the city was about, and we went to the the meadow, Teresa Wiesen, like Teresa's meadow, where the Oktoberfest happens, and to first see the scope of this place, like this place is, it's. Huge. I mean, it's the biggest beer festival in the world. Did you go to Munich when oh, shooting a show or for like? Pleasure? I did. I, yeah, I okay. went. To, I went and shot three sheets in Munich. Oh, you have. Okay, but it was over ten years ago. Right. Right. And and so when Mel and I went, she was just like, "Wow, this place is amazing." Mm-hmm. And then started looking at pictures. Like, no way. There's not a tent that holds. 10,000 people. Like the size of a football field. There's a tent bigger than a football field. Yeah. Way bigger than a football wow. field, by the way. And and multiple levels. And they, you know, they build these things for a few months leading up to it and they create a a town, yeah. you know? And and it's and it's a cr- beautiful experience with the way people treat each other and it's mm-hmm. and it's like there's not like there's not like fights and you know crazy stuff. Of course, there's drunk people and they lose a lot of stuff. And, yeah. and the most amazing thing is like the stuff that people lose every year, like you know strollers and you know <laughs> a dog. I don't know. Just like no. all these crazy dude. That's crazy. Fa- false teeth. Yeah. The stuff they have found. You look at a list. Google it. Look at a list of things people have left there, and it's amazing. Uh, hey, that sounds like better than what you find at like NASCAR. 
after parties and have you seen those by the way yeah it's like it's like broken lawn chairs for miles basically yeah this one is like a stroller i might just go there just go there to get some stuff yeah yeah be like i'll be part of the cleanup crew this year so so that'll be season two that we'll start shooting at the end of uh of the summer Mm -hmm. uh this summer um Along with shooting Nightcap, we have a lot of adventure stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, is, is that wanna... a natural transition? Is that what you're going to yeah, go Yeah, I mean, I yet? do want to talk about adventure. Like, why did you even start an apparel company? I know, but I don't think everybody does. Well, I've been traveling doing Three Sheets since like 2006 or five when I shot the pilot. Were you a traveler with your family as a kid? Or was this kind of I mean, your first experience of traveling? A little bit. Not nearly to the extent. I mean, I don't That you think have as an adult. With my family, my grandmother would like take the family to like, you know, a cruise yeah. or the Caribbean every okay. Christmas or something like that. Like what trip? Every Christmas. No, it's not bougie. Don't give me that look. <laughs> so You're my one grandmother, of those family. Uh-huh, yeah, right. <laughs> and so internationally, I think Canada was there and i had taken one trip to like ireland and the ireland and (laughs) and the uk uh prior to and then mexico prior to doing um i went to mexico a bunch but like that was it that was my international travel now it's 71 countries yeah including all of those that i mentioned so in doing all that travel for the show i would get a budget for clothes so i would get to go out and buy whatever i needed for Mm. each trip because it was cold, they want to make sure that I had like nice, clean stuff, like yeah, new yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. and so I would just constantly go out and have to look for things. And a lot of times we would go to a cold place that might be cold at night and warm during the day, or it was spring and you didn't know what the weather was going to be. And so I would always just pack like two giant suitcases because I just didn't know what you needed, what I needed. Yeah. And I and I really never found like something that I thought was like a travel. And this and this can mean like travel can mean. Can, international international it can also mean like taking a train to work or mm-hmm. or whatever like i didn't find anything that i thought like had enough pockets like that were in the right place and could hold my drink and keep it cold like that was the first thing having that built-in koozie yeah. whatever and so i started to create that stuff and i started creating and I, I don't know if people know this story but i started creating it with an agent when I wanted to make my my sweatshirt, my drinking jacket. And so an agent was... Well, wait a second. You started really traveling international in yeah. 2005. Yeah. Well, I started making t-shirts. And you... Yeah. And yeah. so you started really like... You probably took, what, five years just trying to discover the things that you wanted in travel gear before you even started thinking about, hey, I could create it, right? Well, I mean, I started creating t-shirts because on my social media, people will be like, hey, where'd you get that t-shirt? So if you watch season one, I'm wearing t-shirts that I thought, that I thought were cool. Then I'm like, wait, I can make my own t-shirts mm-hmm. with Pleplius, the monkey design on it. And that really, that just exploded. I didn't even know that many people were watching the show. Mm. And and they, and they so many, we sold thousands of t-shirts when I first started, like in the first month or two. And and then I was like, I want to make, I want to make something like, like apparel. So we started making sweatshirts. But that was like taking sweatshirts from over here that we would print on. But I was like, no, how do I make my own stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think people know, like, I have a design degree. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like, I'm... We've talked about this before, and we don't even know if we talk about it, but, like, who's the designer of the stuff? I am. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like from from the sketches to... Uh, the digital mock-ups. The digital to, mock-ups and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing it for 
at this point, like eight years mm-hmm. creating stuff, uh, like creating apparel and, and that kind of thing. And, and I've gotten, even coming from with my degree, like I've just gotten much, much better at mm-hmm. it. Uh, and so we started off with an agent that would, that was going over and he was sort of going to the companies and, and then making, that's what we ended up with the drinking jacket. But the drinking jacket, when I finally got it, I wanted way more out of it. And he was like, oh, there's no, not really any options. I'm like, what do you mean there's no options for the buttons? There, I've seen so many different buttons on things. He's like, no, these are the only ones that they had. And like, I, I was getting like told what was easiest mm-hmm. for him at some yeah, point. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so that's really when I decided I, if I'm going to do this right, I have to go over there. And it's intimidating. And we talked about the fact that like we, we try, well, we tried at one point, you and I tried, and I tried before that to like make the stuff in the U.S., yeah, and just because of the technology that's available overseas, um, making the stuff of that same quality with the same features was was not possible. Yeah, it's just not here yet. I'm not right? even say it's it's too expensive. We went. We had a factory that we loved that was going to make them over here, and they said, "Yeah, we can do it, but we probably have to remove the pockets by about fifty percent, and we probably can't use these buttons, and we can't do these because we don't have the machine to like attach them." And I was mm-hmm. just like. No, that's the whole part. Our whole thing is innovation. Mm-hmm. And and we want to make something that's amazing and not concern ourselves where it's made. We are concerned with who's making it and their environmental standards and their ethical standards and their quality and everything like that. So we've gone through a lot of factories. So when I finally went over there, I met with 20 factories right. that to make the stuff in in several countries. Uh, and then really found a manufacturing partner who's making our jackets and our hoodies now. Yeah, you found like hundreds and yeah. then you narrowed it down and then toured like yeah, 20, exactly, right? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And like made sure their standards were yeah. to where you wanted them, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is, by the way, super high. Yeah. And I kept, you know, I kept being told by people like, you know, maybe you're spending too much money making these. Maybe we don't need to have this certain stitch here or the mm-hmm. the seam tape to waterproof and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, no, that I'm not making a gimmicky thing. Like, this is my life right now. And you know this because mm-hmm. this is what, like, when we're shooting, we're shooting. But when we're not, and you're doing it 24-7 regardless, but, like, when I'm shooting, I'm shooting. But when I'm here or even when I'm on the road, I, adventure is my, is mm-hmm. my priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and making amazing things. I don't want to sell something to somebody. I want to I want to have a customer for life, a client, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so that's really when you came on two years ago and we, like you've been over to, overseas to China, how many times? China and Vietnam twice now. Okay. Mm-hmm. To, so, to each place. Yeah. 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 To tour the facilities with you yeah. before we chose, you narrowed it down to 20 and mm-hmm. then I think you had it narrowed it down to like three and three, then yeah. I came on mm-hmm. and then we picked the one yeah. that we wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and, and then and, and by the again, way, the, we did it with our bags. And by the so. way, they're amazing. Yeah, they are. They're amazing. They, uh, they are like the greenest factory, one of the greenest factories in China mm-hmm. um, as far as their, you know, the way and, and the way that they treat their, their people and the quality of everything and environmental. Their disposal like, was, of their like fabrics yeah. and waste uh-huh. and um, how they have like filtering their water that comes out of there yeah. so it can go back in. Yeah. A lot of things that they're like, they call them like stamped of approval of certain yeah. companies. Yeah. So it's really cool. And, and I don't, you know, I don't know if that's to make it attractive to us or they really care, but regardless, they have different organizations. They that do. Hold them like to standards. their headquarters has a rock climbing wall, yeah. you know, <laughs> and a slide with stairs. Like yeah. there's really no, there's not even an elevator to right. get you from what the 
12th yeah 12th floor it's like it's a very so, it's a very westernized and it's green culture, and they yeah. want their they have a reading club and they have like all these things for their employees yeah. that um offer them a really cool lifestyle yeah. that is of health and yeah. they i think they're really authentic about yeah. it which is no cool. yeah I, but so you started in your gear mm-hmm. and we're buying and trying to find these things for years of your shows. Mm-hmm. So then you created something that solved your problems. Yeah. Of, yeah. Do you think that that the backpack is the same? You know, it, it as with everything, and if you look at any other brand, it's about making the best product you can and then improving it mm-hmm. and then improving it again. And like constantly improving it. We are putting in another order for more hoodies mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And we have, we haven't like announced it, but we've made improvements to them. Like we've, we're constantly trying to find things. And this is from feedback from people, mm-hmm. which all, I mean, 99% of it is, is people are extremely happy, even but much so, yeah. e- even more than that. Yeah. I mean, like you're the one that deals with those. Yeah. Emails, like, so. <laughs> The reviews that we have on our website and the reviews that they personally send to you yeah. and I because they've yeah. gotten to know us over the couple of yeah. years, um, we hear you. Yeah. And it's been cool to see and the, and change little things about it. Yeah. But, you know, we have three more days left in our backpack and I yeah. can't even backpack campaign on Kickstarter. And yeah. I can't even believe we're taking a minute to even do a podcast. And so – I just really like think it's cool that you really are an expert here and with your design degree and designing these clothes, but you've been out in the field trying to solve problems. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that people, we, we, it's interesting because I am a CEO and business owner and I run adventure on a daily basis, but then I'm also a comedian and a travel show host. And it's kind of like, who, who who do you think you are that you can, you know, like, mm-hmm. like do both or whatever. But the, the crazy thing is, like, I've been doing T-shirt, like, graphic design and stuff like that since I was eight. Mm-hmm. That's when I sold my first shirt. Oh, that's I cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. It was really, really good. <laughs> uh, to your mom? Big seller. To my dad, yeah. <laughs> uh, both of them. They both bought one. Um, but, like, with, with the backpack... It's the same thing. Like I've been traveling with different backpacks because I never really found one that did what I needed it to do. And and two of the biggest things are, and I is simply, and, and if you go to our Kickstarter campaign, you see this in the video, but like I went on a trip with my wife. We to got, Rome, right? To this Rome. Yep. Yeah. We, we got to the, the hotel and the, the because the flight was late getting in, the tour group was in our lobby waiting for us. So we checked in, ran to our room. They're like- And if you know anything about Mel- you know that she loves being on time. Yeah, exactly and right. And that this was giving her straight anxiety. Like, oh, for, you yeah. better The entire taxi ride from the airport. And yeah. get here on time because we cannot let yeah. people wait, let alone an entire tour group. Yeah. So you guys were Yeah. So we, so we run up to the room and it was like spring. So it was nice out, like maybe 65, but we knew it was a night tour. It was going to get colder. Didn't want our jackets now. Didn't want to carry them. Wanted to carry their stuff. So I had to dump out my backpack my computer, my headphones, like all this stuff, and then put some jackets inside there so that we could carry those around. And then I get home and there's this pile of stuff on my bed. And what am I going to do with it? Because I want to use my backpack for the rest of my trip. And it was just like, I kind of light went off in my head. Like, why can't I have a smaller bag attached to my big bag that boom, it just pops off. And I take the small bag that's ready to go the entire, my entire trip. Mm -hmm. Or like when you, 
you, you know, have like a limited amount of foot space on the plane and you want to put your backpack there because you need stuff from it, but then you have no room for your feet. Mm-hmm. So why not have a small pack that has your computer, your headphones, whatever your things are you, you need in a small pack to put it under your seat so you can use that while you're taxiing yeah. and taking off all that kind of stuff and put your big pack above that you never need to touch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was really the, the drop, we, you know, we call that the drop and go feature. Feature, yeah. And, and I, I feel like that is one of the more, that's the most amazing thing of the bag. Although that being said, each of those bags has a cooler mm-hmm. and you're a mom, you know, you have one of the prototypes that you use to carry around your No, like I use it as a diaper baby. bag. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've put my snacks in there because we all know we need to eat when we produce food for another human. Mm -hmm. So I put my food in there and then her milk in there when we're on the go. And like, I don't have Nova today. My husband Derek does. Mm -hmm. And he has the backpack. Yeah. Like he feels cool carrying it around too. And then so do I. So it's not like a girly bag or not a masculine bag. It's like both of us can use this one bag finally and not put her stuff in two different things. So it's, yeah, yeah, I've been using it. And I went to Maui Brewing when I was field testing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I had the, uh, the big pack and uh, I went to the brewery and Garrett, my buddy who owns the place, like took the cold beer from the fridge, like in some unmarked cans that were like, it oh was my gosh, a dra- got prototypes dragon fruit brewery? dragon fruit cider. Stop. And so I put so it cool. I put it in my backpack. Yeah. Like I had eight in the cooler and went back to the hotel, went out to the beach, like you know, actually went to my friend's hotel and three hours later drinking it, it was so cold. It was yeah. amazing. So. And we put a lot of innovation in those coolers. Like it's not just like a little cooler that is um yeah. you get from like you know, Trader Joe's or something like that. Not knocking them where it's just like a cloth with like a metal thing on the outside. (laughs) This one is like insulated. We lined it. We waterproofed it. We collapsed it to give you space in your bag. Like it's not just something we... We put a lot of thought into it, so you could take it all day long and not worry about any of your other stuff in there. Yeah, so. I mean, I, th- I think that I think that's the, cool. We had when we started because we've done one more, so we're at thirty-one prototypes right now. Oh my gosh! I last time I counted was I don't know I lost it when yeah. I were when you're out. Yeah, yeah. They, so they um, so. You know, I, I will on like one of my Instagram live. I'll kind of go through the whole iteration of them, mm-hmm. but but like that's been it's been a four year process. Mm-hmm. Um, like you've been talking about, like we started designing them in China, but the best bag manufacturers are in Vietnam, and so that's why we moved the business to Vietnam. I've been over there five times, mm-hmm. um, and meeting with the the factories and and the designers and talking about. Every little zipper, every little stitch, everything is all thought out and and is of the highest quality that we can make it. And that's again, that's what we're that's what we want people to know with adventure is the quality of product. Mm-hmm. That's number one. We plant three trees with every purchase. That's why there's a three in the name. That is very important to us, but we don't want to rest on that. Mm-hmm. We make great products and we do great, great things for it. It's not like, you know, planting the three trees. It's not we plant three trees, so buy our bag. Mm-hmm. No, it's the opposite. Buy buy the bag. You will love the bag and enjoy what we do for the environment. Zane, I think people did get to know you a little bit more, little but bit. you didn't cry. No. And usually we cry together. <laughs> Is that how people need to know? <laughs> we we cry when happy things happen. We do. Not when it's, sad things no, happen. No, I mean. And I only cry because I look over at you at your 
desk and your eyes start welling up and I'm just like, oh my God, don't look at her, don't look at her longer. And then I start crying because you're crying. I don't know if you're happy or sad, but it just, I'm just confused. It's usually because I'm happy. Sympathetic I mean, crying. Um, anyway, so yeah. maybe I'll interview you again yeah. next month yeah. and we can get more and more get to know Zane yeah. kind of segment yeah. and I think people would really enjoy it. Maybe. So We'll see. Well, maybe you can maybe you can let me know. I'm talking to the listener. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I got it. Um, okay, so how do people find Four Sheets? And- Just it's super simple. You can get it on Roku, Sling, Apple TV, all those things. But go and sign up at drinktv.com. Drinktv.com uh, on June 6th, after Sweet. or after June 6th, and then you're off to the races. Watch it for free. Yeah, I'm going to. Thank you. Make sure to stick around after this podcast to get the latest headlines from the AP News Minute. If you've owned your car for a while, or maybe you got a great deal on a used vehicle that feels new to you, AAA has a vehicle protection plan that fits your needs and your budget. Let's face it, unexpected and expensive repairs can pop up. That's why AAA vehicle protection plans provide comprehensive coverage for maintenance and repair to take some of the risk out of driving a classic. Find out more about our vehicle protection plans at AAA.com slash vehicle plan. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My friends still rave about the Prosecco I brought last year. Let me help make your Friendsgiving unforgettable. Bordeaux is one of the world's most popular red blends, made from Cabernet, Cab Franc, and Merlot. It also makes the perfect gift for your picky boss. Having turkey and all the fixings? I suggest an easy-drinking Pinot Noir. For white drinkers, try an unoaked Chardonnay. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers! I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors who bring our podcast to you free every week, specifically this week, True Car. Please support, please support them because they support us. Find out more about our sponsors in the podcast description of this week's episode. Welcome back to Zane's World. So I think what we found today is that guy is pretty cool. Who's that? That Zane Lamprey guy. No, I like not him. Not much in the looks department. He's getting a little old. He's maybe a little douchey at the end. A little bit, little bit douchey. But you'd like to have a beer with him. You do want to have a beer with that guy. You do want to hike with him? You do want to go on a hike with that guy. That's probably, by the way, you're going to make me cry because I told Mm -hmm. Erica I wouldn't cry during her her interview. You just said the nicest thing. You said I was cool and fun to have a beer with and go on a hike with. It's like, when's the last time you said something nice to me? It's I'm a little, it's a little jarring. Everything okay at home? It's jarring. (laughs) You guys want to pause for a station identification? Yeah. Oh my God, you're so weird. Thefixmix.com. Can we Um, go back to Steve and what an idiot he's being? Well... Uh, sometimes you just can't go back. Here's the thing. So you're saying, well, now it's too late because I have a pass, but we could just dig up one more pass. Or oh no, no, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, I'm it. not worried about. Listen, if I can go, I will let you know. Okay. I'm 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 pushing for it. Okay. Please. Are you kidding me? I missed opportunity if I can't be there. But you know, this is another Paris all over again. So what do you got? Like one day left on the Kickstarter? Give us an update. What's going on? Yeah, it ends Friday, May 31st. Wow. I know. Super excited about it. Yeah, I am. For people that didn't catch it, it will be on Indiegogo for a month, but it'll be a higher price there. So if you want to get it and, and save, uh, get it on Kickstarter and just go to adventure.com for anyone. Or you know what? Actually, if you go to Kickstarter, it's, it's like the most, po- it's, if you mm-hmm. just click on, click on popular, it's like the, it comes m- right up. It's the number one most popular like Kickstarter happening right now. So that's awesome. Hell yeah. When's my bag coming? Oh, I need that. Oh, this is where I was. I'll having. bring it to you in New Orleans. Oh, Oh, damn. You could pack missed your it. fix mix in it. Oh, wait. You missed it there. You could. Yeah. You could. Send me one and I'll ship it back with full of fix mix. Yeah, that makes no sense. I'm going to ship him the bag. Yeah. He's going to fill the bag full of shipment. Shipment. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I didn't mean to say that. I'm so sorry. Oh, I, sh- I could have got on ship. I could have oh. got on Minecraft and promoted ship fix mix. Oh my God. <laughs> so, all right, let's let's wrap it up right here. Apparently, Mel. What did I do wrong? Well, you said I'm going to interview you next week. No, no, no. Yeah, we're, you should. We're going to have a celebrity on, but we can't. You <laughs> said no, no, no. You regular person. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, me. I'm the regular person. You know who we have coming up uh, in next month? Uh-huh. Who's who we're interviewing on the show is Creed from uh-huh. from The Office. Dude, is that guy? But I picture awesome. him being like grumpy and scary. No, no, no. He was just like. I just, is he going to be grumpy and scary here? I, I don't think he'll be grumpy and scary. I think he's in a scary movie. And so, and we're going to get a screener from that, but I oh, don't fun. know if he actually smokes pot. Like, I think that, because I think what he put. What does pl- that have to do with anything? Because I think he kind of played like a pothead. Oh, in the movie? In the show and in, in the office. A little he bit. He was not a pothead. A little bit. No, he wasn't. Well, he, he was? Yeah. He made little comments about it. Oh, I don't remember that. <clears throat> we'll find out. We'll find out when he's here. You'll know when the podcast hits what we what we burn. All right. Thank you very much for joining us on today's show. Uh, if you have time, go and check us out on Kickstarter. Go to adventure.com, A-D-V-3, N-T-U-R-E, adventure with the three. The first E is the three because we plant three trees with every purchase. And uh, go check out thefixmix.com. Is it just a holding page right now, Steve? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Let's get closer. Let's get closer. Let's get closer. All right. Uh, We'll keep everybody updated. Thank you very much for listening. And please share this podcast with your friends. Tell them to listen. And then we will torture them the same as we tortured you for the last hour. Cheers. Thanks for listening to Zane's World. Check out new episodes every Wednesday exclusively at Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to tell your friends. And don't forget to leave us a rating and review. On your journey through Hollywood, let Todd Garner be your guide. Wow, this is show business? The Producer's Guide with Todd Garner. Recent guests include Anna Ferris. I've come to the conclusion that I just think I don't know what my face is doing. Adam Carolla. I'm teaching traffic school. Right. It's 744 in the morning. Of course my stand-up career is not going well. And Avengers director Joe Russo. There's a direct connection between Arrested and Community and what we did in Infinity War. Don't miss The Producer's Guide with Todd Garner on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. If you've owned your car for a while, or maybe you got a great deal on a used vehicle that feels new to you, AAA has a vehicle protection plan that fits your needs and your budget. Let's face it, unexpected and expensive repairs can pop up. That's why AAA vehicle protection plans provide comprehensive coverage for maintenance and repair to take some of the risk out of driving a classic. Find out more about our vehicle protection plans at AAA.com slash vehicle plan. Holiday tips and fun facts from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. Did you know there are over 10,000 wine grape varieties worldwide? Here's to thousands of gift possibilities. My go-to holiday wine is Chardonnay. I love it with turkey and potatoes. Pile on the gravy. Let me show you our more than 8,000 party-perfect wines that are in your budget and out of this world. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you. This holiday, now offering same-day delivery at TotalWine.com. Cheers!